We are Soul Sisters. Walk alongside us as we take you through this journey of sisterhood. Join me, Jenna Urban, and me, Tara Machaco, as we walk in each other's shoes and explore our very different lives. Grab your soul sister to listen and laugh as we share stories of family, work, and small personal disasters. We're not perfect, but nobody is. Well, hello. Hi, we're back. We're back again. We're going to try this again. Third time's a charm. Yes. So, um, you know, life happens, and I think in any, like with anything in any season of life that you're in, you know, I think that it's like normal to step away from something and get back into it multiple times. <laughs> so we'll see. We, but like we were kind of like, we lived through that. Like think about daddy did that a few times, did like right. got out of coaching, I did coaching, got out of coaching. So we watched that. So we, we kind of. Right. But I think that like, it's, it, give yourself grace. Like when then, like, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, like you have to give yourself grace and it's not something that you give up on. And it's like showing the kids that you could like bounce back and, yeah. and just start wherever you left off. Yeah. Right. Like whether that's like, if you're like doing anything in like, if you're writing or if you, if you haven't read a book in like six months, like pick up a mm-hmm. book. Like I, I recently was listening to a podcast. This is basically my, my, your line. this your is line. my tagline. Tara, I was listening to a podcast the other day. You have to listen to it. Also. I know. It was my tagline. So I was listening to a podcast and you know, what they said was, you know, that the saying of it only takes one match to light a fire, mm-hmm. right? Like one, doing one little thing mm-hmm. um, to get started again. So we are back with the Soul Sisters podcast. We mm-hmm. are going to try to really stick to it and um, really try to get together because, and the reason that I'm, I'm so passionate about doing it is because I just love being able to spend time with you and catch up yeah. and like, you know, so it kind of gives us our time together without having the background noise of the I kids love, or the family. I love that too, and I love having the time to actually do it because I think that you you know life, like you said, life starts to get in the way of things sometimes, and like different whether it's your job, you're like things are going on with your job, and you have all of these like little roadblocks, and I feel like we need to just both and me me more put all of that aside and make time for the things that we enjoy doing, and if it's something you right. enjoy doing. And putting it on the calendar, right? Putting a calendar date. Um, So, yes, a lot has gone on, um, you know, since we last recorded, I think. Um, I I think in the last recording, we talked a little bit about me leaving my teaching position to run the businesses, Mm -hmm. which I still am doing. And I started doing some consulting, business consulting as well with, like, newsletters and stuff. Just kind of, like, you know using my creativity Mm -hmm. and it just makes me feel alive when I do those things. So Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like trying to do, and there's some days that like, I don't feel alive or I feel like doing those things and that's okay. I'm just going to give myself grace. (laughs) And then, and Tara basically, um, she left a a few positions and started new positions. Kind of been all over the place, I guess. Um, you know, in the spring walked away from coaching after 23 years to take on a new opportunity with running a facility. Um, but because of that opportunity, um, a teaching position opened at, at Keystone College, teaching in that field. Um, and I started doing both jobs full time. And it just became a little bit too much doing both of them. And I absolutely love the teaching. And you said, like, if you find something that inspires you and kind of lights a fire inside of you, that was it. And I really, really love, love being able to go in every day and kind of share my experiences and my stories with, with the students and be able to teach, teach them and work with them and help them become successful and grow 
Um, so I, that's kind of where I'm at right now and, and doing the, the teaching thing and, and really enjoying that and hopefully getting more involved in that part of it at the college level. Right. And basically like still coaching, right? Because you're basically coaching your students. Yeah. It's just a different like audience. Yeah. You know, I always said like the, the basketball court was my classroom and you're a teacher on the court. It's the same thing. And I think, I think having gone through all the experiences I did as a coach has helped me become a little bit more confident as a teacher um, and going into a classroom and having to stand in front of 30 students and be confident with, with what you're saying and be able to communicate with them. You know, doing all that stuff has helped me get get to that point. Right. Um, and the, the, the best part of it is, is, you know, we're off for like, I don't know, four months out of the year. Right. Which is great. I know. That was like, right? It was like, now we kind of like flipped roles because I used to have that schedule of being off as a teacher. And now I basically, you know, work my butt off all summer. But um, so flipping the role. So I'm kind of getting into my off season yeah. now to have some more time. But I love that, you know, like finding something that you're passionate about. And we've always talked about that. And you and I have always kind of um, been searching for that, you know, that self-fulfillment. Um, but almost coming full circle in your journey of, you know, coaching and leadership and mm-hmm. so forth and how everything that you've done to this point has kind of left a little breadcrumb, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like you wouldn't be where you're at today. Yeah. Like, and I always think of that, like I have no regrets of positions that I've taken or, or experiences that I've had because it's gotten to me where I am today mm-hmm. and, and the knowledge that I have, I've learned something along the yeah. line, whether it's good or bad, mm-hmm. um, you know, and kind of, you know, also reinforces like, to do something that makes you happy. And yeah. it's not always about the money, the money. right? Mm-hmm. Because both of us have taken pay cuts and, mm-hmm. and, and switching to different positions and so forth. So it's just kind of doing what makes you happy. You, you have to find that purpose. Like I, I think there, were, there, was, there was points over the last year or so that I felt like I didn't really know what my purpose was. And now I feel like I have a purpose. Right. And um, it, it makes you feel a lot better about what you're doing. And gives you gives you that drive to continue to get better at that. Um, so it's it's been fun. Yeah, so it's a different schedule. That's mm-hmm. exciting. So you're just wrapping up your semester. Yeah, finals right. finals week, and, and then we have a break for four weeks, which is yeah. Crazy. What are you going to do on your break? I, I don't know. We're going to record podcast. We're going to record as much as we can. But this is like like in the this is the first time in the last like twenty plus years that it's like wow, I, I'm not. You know, I'm not running all over the place for basketball. I have to go pick up meals here and there. Um, it, it's going to be a nice change. Um, I just have to figure out what to do with all that extra time now. Right. Have you thought about a vacation? Um, yeah, not, it, that doesn't, I don't know. That doesn't really excite me all that much. I don't know why. Um, really? <laughs> yeah, I know. You, you're really, you love planning the vacations and you love like, here, I'm, that March we're doing this, this time we're right. doing this. I, I just, I mean, I think with, all of the the travel I've done over the last years, like so many years with with coaching, I don't I don't know. I just it like sometimes pains me to have to think about getting on a bus or on a plane and having to go it's somewhere like and pack PTSD, and right? like and you, worry about who's watching the dog and worry about all that stuff. Right, yeah. that is a stressor. But I've I've thought about recently the topic of burnout has come mm-hmm. out. Right, like, and I think that a lot of people were talking about it over the. Uh, around the pandemic and with their careers mm-hmm. and like shifting and stuff like that. Um, but I really look back and I just think I was like burned out from like all ends, mm-hmm. right? Like what the you know, like family, like uh, what the kids burned out and then with my job burned out, like it just yeah. kind of, 
it was just on top of each other basically mm -hmm. just to and, and it's so hard then coming out of it like you're yes. saying like that feeling of having to plan something like mm -hmm. I just think you're not ready yet for that but <laughs> I would do something I, I would suggest that you should do something that you normally can't do yeah. rather than just sit and watch Netflix for, <laughs> for eight hours but if that well, makes you happy because well, well, you were not I, able to do that so, before so you talk about burnout so I think one of the reasons that I decided to kind of get out of coaching was that burnout I think I was at that point where I, done, I did it for so long and it was like I need a break right. and I got my break and I think now like I, I recently had an opportunity that I was asked to be on a men's basketball staff and I'm one of few women in the country, maybe maybe a handful, that's on a men's college basketball staff. And I'm actually like, I, I feel like excited about it again. I right. feel like excited about that opportunity to, to be coaching, you know, watching film, doing some scouts and doing some breakdowns and not throwing myself fully into it. Right, right. But it's the given, boundary. I really like boundary. that because we've mm -hmm. talked before yeah. about boundaries mm -hmm. and so I'm glad that you're setting the boundaries. Yes. And now let me ask you something. Are you... In, are you giving input or are you only giving the input as you're asked? Um, are you voluntarily giving input or are you just as you're asked about it? I think I'm doing it more as I'm asked about it right, right. now. Which is um, a great boundary. Yes. And but that's I, hard. But I am doing, like, I do I do some of the scouts for some of the games. So at that point, I give my I, my input with the scout. Um, but I'm I'm kind of sitting back and just giving it when I when asked and when needed. And I'm enjoying that. Right. Like you're not like as the head coach, there's so much more pressure. There's so much more um, demanded out of you. Whereas in this assistant role, I'm kind of helping here and there and um, behind the scenes type stuff on a different level that um, that I was used to. And it's 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 really fun. Well, that's to not, that's to like not, being present. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. um, I know because I, I actually like have had to stop myself multiple times for trying to give too much. Mm -hmm. Right, so now I really try to only input if somebody asks yeah. me for a, a connection or if they should be doing something mm -hmm. different and so forth mm -hmm. because I was so prone to just trying to solve everybody's issues. Yeah. And that and that's something I think that we were brought up mm -hmm. watching our mother do, mm -hmm. solve all the problems that we kind of take that roll on. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard. It is yeah. a boundary. It's like an internal boundary yeah. to put up that you're kind of not overstepping somebody else's mm -hmm. boundaries. Yeah, and I'm there to help when needed. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's great. And I, I hope that, you know, more people follow in your, you know, footsteps and, and put themselves out there in a men's position. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, that you are gradually getting back into coaching and enjoying it, yeah. right, yeah. without the pressure. Yeah, I, I really do hope that more females see that this is an opportunity for them and, and to, to try to, go after those, some of those opportunities because it's really it's the same game it's just coaching a different different gender it's not it's not it shouldn't be the case that you know there's I think 65 percent of women's college basketball teams are coached by men wow yeah so why is it why is it such a low number on the the, the flip side of that so I just I hope that a lot more girls and, and women see this as wow okay we could do this and, and start to start to take more chances I hope that some of the the men's staff start uh, all, all over the place, start to take more chances. You see in the NFL, I think there's, there's over 200 women now that are in positions, whether it be a coaching position, athletic training, general manager in the NFL, that's a pretty high, right. high number. Wow. Um, so I think it's starting to kind of turn the tables a little bit, but um, it, it feels really, really cool to kind of be one of those only people doing that to, to be able to 
step up and say, hey, you girls, you could do this. Right. And I think that it's even more impressive that they respond to you, the, the boys' team, the men's team. Yeah. Because I know in the past, like, when I coached boys basketball and we talked about it, you know, at the youth level, you know, I would be, like, telling them, like, can you please look at me? You know, like, they wouldn't yeah. even look at me in the eye because they didn't have that respect. So that's awesome that the team respects you yeah. and, and really you know, listens to what you have to say. They, they call me Miss Tara. Miss Tara. Miss Tara. Tara. You're like, I've, I feel like, I don't even care what people call me I anymore. Either. Like, mm-hmm. even when teaching, I was like, oh my gosh, like, stop calling me Mrs. Irvin. Like, yeah, like, that's my mother-in-law. Like, I'm like, uh-huh. you know, so I really, I'm like, I just tell people anymore, just call me Gemma. Yeah, <laughs> me too. And I say that too, but Miss Tara is okay. That's yeah, that's that right. works. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Southern guys on the team, so they have that Southern hospitality, I guess. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, so that's all good things going on. So we have lots of time to record. And one of the other things that we're going to be, you know, getting into more is the Brave Athletics that you're part of. Mm-hmm. I know we have um, Sarah Myers from Brave coming on in a couple weeks. Yeah. One of our guests to talk about that program. So if you want to talk a little bit about your role with Brave, because I know it's like, it's not like a paid gig, you yeah. know, it's like basically mm-hmm. um, a new program. Yeah. Want to talk about that? So Sarah actually started Brave Athletics probably about two years ago or so, and she started with field hockey. She was a field hockey coach um, and grew the field hockey program and then decided, let's why not? Let's try the, a couple other sports here. She added lacrosse. She added softball um, and is now just added basketball. But Brave is all about helping young girls become strong, confident women. Um, and that, that's, that's the mission of it. And Sarah right. could do a better job of, of kind of explaining that a little bit, a little bit more in detail. But it really is just about women in higher higher positions, you know, going in and, and kind of showing these young girls that, listen, you could be a strong, confident woman, and here's here's some role models for you to look up to, while still teaching them within their sport and right. making sure that we're still you're still focusing on the fundamentals of all of the games, providing them with good opportunities, but being positive, supportive. Um, strong confident women and i think that's that that's the most important thing coming out of it i think sarah has done an unbelievable job of growing this brave athletics yeah i can't wait to have her on the show i mean she's so she's so good with it and and brave it's all about being brave and that's like think about you know even the role i'm in on the on the men's staff that's a that's you've got to be brave to step into that first practice with all guys around you and, and being able to step up and actually speak and feel confident speaking so I love it. I love the motto. I love the whole the whole concept of it. Um, I really think it's growing tremendously in this area, and I think it's going to grow even more now that as she adds more sports. That's awesome. So, yeah, I'm excited. Like I said, we're going to have her on, and then we're going to have some other um, businesswomen on and feature them. And so, really, the direction is that we are just basically just want to talk to people and like see what life is like as a soul sister. Like, like what's life like in their mm-hmm. shoes? Like, how yeah. they get there? and just kind of telling their stories. And we are just going to kind of show up and tell those stories to you and, and go from there and see with no expectations. Yeah. <laughs> if, listen, if anybody has any any women they know out there that have a business or have have, have done any sort of anything that's really cool and unique, that, that's, right. that reach out to us. We'd yeah. love to talk to them. Yeah, we actually have an email address, um, soulsisterspodcast at gmail.com. And you could hit us up on Facebook at soulsisterspodcast. And on Instagram at SolsticePod. Okay, until next time, we're going to have a um, holiday recording for you. We have a a short episode on our holiday traditions. 
Um, until next time, um, I hope everyone is well, and I look forward, Tara, to recording with you more often in yes. your new roles. Yes, me too. This is exciting. All right. Bye-bye now.